The TCG Scoop Show is part of the Booster Pack Network. For more TCG-related content, visit theboosterpacknetwork.com. Hosting for this show is sponsored by Category 1 Games, the go-to shop for all of your classic TCG needs. Find your favorites or discover something new at Category1Games.com. Welcome to TCG Scoops. This is the news podcast. It'll bring you news from the top three games uh, in trading card game world, which is Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic. Uh, my name is Rans, and the premise of this show is I ain't got time to keep up with all of the happenings in the world of trading card games. So I've assembled three friends here and experts for those respective games to tell me all about it. I'm going to get them to sound off just quickly. Right to my left, we've got Tyler. Tyler, and you're an expert in what game? Pokemon. Excellent. And then to uh, Tyler's left... Nico. Nico. And Nico, expert in what game? Magic the Gathering. Cool. Then by process of elimination, we've got our expert down the end here. Parker, and I'm actually a Dragon Ball expert. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a Yu-Gi-Oh expert. Well, yeah, exactly. You're an expert <laughs> in many things. Multifaceted talent. Uh, before we get started as well, if you love any of those games I just mentioned, please go check out our sponsor link, which is uh, through Toad and Troll. Uh, you can find our discount code in the uh, description of this episode. And if you use that over on that website, not only are you going to support this podcast, you're going to do, do what players of trading card games love doing as well. That's buying signals. Uh, and, of course, you anything that they sell directly, you can get a discount on. Now, we're going to jump into the news today. Not much ado. This is probably a very important episode for me because I have been away on vacation. So I haven't been keeping up with anything. So I'm very, very excited to hear what these guys have to say. I think we're going to start uh, We're going to with Pokemon today. What have we got uh, going on in the world of Pokemon this past month? All well, right. So in the world of Pokemon, we just had our first two major events of our new Paul Day of all format. Okay. Uh, we had the Japan Championship and our... North America International Championship. Okay, pretty, they, pretty big deal. They sound important for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have our top eights from both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, so right now we're both playing the same format. Okay. And, and uh, North America for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Japan, uh, Mew V Max still strong in first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw some Gardevoir, which I mentioned previously that I thought was going to be a strong contender for the format. Okay. Uh, we're actually the only one in the Japanese tournament's top eight. Okay. There's one in some place. We have another Mew VMAX, one that a lot of people have been kind of sleeping on in North America, I think. Okay. Um, we had, and then about uh, four different versions of Lost Fox. Okay, right. Okay. Of course. Very, very <laughs> dominant in Japan. Okay, very, very nice. <laughs> um, in North America, though, we had a really interesting topic. We had a deck that, in a lot of people's minds, has always been on this borderline between being like a, a tier like 1.5 or 2 or even like a rogue deck in okay. people's mind. It's something that when the form like uh, Scarlet and Violet first dropped, people were really talking about this deck. It kind of fell off and it's Rapid Strike Urshifu uh, VMAX with Inteleon the Rapid Strike VMAX. Okay, alright. That sounds like a complicated little deck list. What's, uh, what's the story there? So, the concept behind this deck is uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu has uh, an attack. It's a uh, for two fighting, you have a, a special energy called uh, Rapid Strike Energy you can use to build up requirement, mm-hmm. and it discards all energy attached to the Pokemon. Sorry, it's two fighting and a colorless. Okay. Uh, so you attach this, you could uh, use like a Rhyhorn or some way to attach a third. It discards mm-hmm. all energy attacks and does 120 damage to two Pokemon of your of your choosing. Okay, cool. Or bench, oh, obviously on bench. Or, or, or active. Or active. Okay, cool. Um, until, uh, until on rap, uh, VMAX, Rapid mm-hmm. Strike has an ability that if you discard a water uh, energy from your hand, you can place damage counters on your opponent's bench Pokemon. So okay. A lot of po- uh, decks in the game right now, like Gardevoir, have these really small, squishy Pokemon that the engines uh, mm-hmm. spread out. We have Lost Box, which is all these Pokemon that are like, really tiny. 
and this deck just out of nowhere came back and just runs them all over. It's just like it just snipes off these exactly. bench Pokemon just and just these, claiming prizes, even single prizes. Taking multiple single prizes every turn, mm -hmm. stopping their ability to draw cards, mm -hmm. just completely locking them out of the game. Yeah, yeah, so shutting down those Pokemon abilities on the bench while claiming the rewards for that. Yeah, it's and classic Pokemon. Surprising, though, because it's weak not only to um, Mew VMAX okay. and Gardevoir. Uh, his psychic weakness. And right. Okay. So psychic, I believe, or uh, Gardevoir, I think, had the highest. Well, definitely had the highest representation at uh, NAIC. But I think it was like twenty-eight percent okay. of the meta share. Yeah, yeah. But then only slipped in towards the end there in that top eight. Uh, well, for J Japan, it was uh, top oh, the top Japan, Japan, Japan. And I already had a few more uh, representatives for it, but I think mm -hmm. in North America it was targeted a little he more heavily. Okay. So, 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 but so that just uh, that like hits two different things for yes. how much? Uh, for 120 damage, okay. which right. for V maxes and Vs is not a whole lot. Right. Or like these uh, Gardevoir EX uses uh, Hurlia that you discard a card from your hand, draw yeah. two, and you can have like four of those. Okay. They only have 90 HP though. Right. So mm -hmm. both of those okay. just get blown up by that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's like theory in Magic, but with like actual like cost. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah. you have to like do things to play that card. You don't just exile a red card from your hand. Well, so you have to have the Pokemon in play. Right. You have to discard a card from your hand, draw yeah. two, and you can only use it once per turn per Curlia that has that ability. Okay, mm -hmm. right, right, right. Mm. So it's still you can get through your deck pretty fast. It's not yeah. uncommon for Gardevoir to by turn three to be seeing the bottom of their deck. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow, Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, in second place, I'll get Arceus Duraludon with Umbreon VMAX, which is one that was mentioned last time as well. Okay. It's just this Duraludon build that we had that was originally really good in like Lugia and all these single, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, not single strike, these uh, special energy decks. Okay. That has an ability that blocks damage from them. They started mm -hmm. X-Flashing and Umbreon just to hit Gardevoir for weakness, really. Okay. Uh, it is clearly doing pretty well. It came second. Yeah. Uh, third and fourth, we both have Gardevoir, the newer build of it, using mm -hmm. the reversal energy. And we had Lost Box, mm -hmm. of course, we managed to have a little bit. But uh, then we saw Arceus with uh, Umbreon again, but this was a really interesting build. This one really caught my eye. Okay, why is that? Um, well, so typically when we see these Arceus Umbreon builds, it's usually, uh, we have like, the traditional Arceus Duraludon plus something. Right? Sometimes we'll do Umbreon, sometimes it won't be an extra Pokemon. Okay. But this time it was just Arceus, Umbreon, and Flying Pikachu. Okay. Typically <laughs> kind of the most common like tool in the deck. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it seemed like it worked out for them. They didn't have like the, there wasn't a lot, like uh, there's no, there's one Lugia in the top eight in eighth place. It wasn't mm -hmm. a whole lot in the top 32 that I saw. Okay. Uh, but uh, Flying Pikachu keeps that in check anyways. But Duraludon's best matchup is Lugia. Most okay. other decks these days use basic energies like Gardevoir. Okay, cool. So uh, just so just so we know, like uh, what what is the advantage of uh, uh, Slacking and uh, uh, Flying Pikachu in that situation? So Flying Pikachu is really good into uh, Lugia because it hits Lugia for weakness. Okay. Um, Duraludon is also good in the Lugia, but people were kind of falling out of favor with the Flying Pikachu because uh, Flying Pikachu VMAX's attack also prevents uh, damage from basic Pokemon. Okay. So there's some more uh, possible niche situations for people don't mm -hmm. really play Flying Pikachu VMAX these days for okay. the basic block as much. Um, and then seven, we had Arceus Duraludon with Umbreon again. Okay. Very popular deck in the top eight, <laughs> right. and we finished with one Lugia these days. Okay, right. So it's, it's still holding in there, still it, scraping it yeah, yeah. after, you know, what was it, a month or two after rotation of its, oh, of its yes. four inches? Silver Dunce. It yeah. It's still holding it. in, but it's definitely fallen from grace. Okay, cool, cool. And um, so just over that, I didn't really hear a ton of that sort of uh, Palbea sort of Pokemon in there, so it sounds like the meta is still very heavily focused on 
you know, what right. had happened before and stuff. So Yeah, right now in terms of the impact Paul Dana Evolved has had, there's mm -hmm. a handful of trainer cards that mm -hmm. have been splashed into these, like uh, for the Japanese Gardevoir. They didn't use uh, Reversal Energy, which is the one that provides free energy to, uh, I mentioned last time, to Pokemon that are evolved, not mm -hmm. new locks. So yeah. that sees some play, but the new Pokemon don't really see play. The new trainer, I don't know, sees a lot of play, mm -hmm. but... For the most part, it's really just been a trainer set. Okay, well, does that, how does that speak to, uh, I'm hearing a lot of sluggishness from the Pokemon community complaining about sluggishness of this sort of new um, generation's card sets. How do you feel about that in, in that conversation? I agree in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. but I have a very optimistic outlook on it, though. Okay. Uh, right now, it's rather sluggish, and in my opinion, the reason it's been so sluggish is because Sword and Shield uh, it was a disaster. Okay. Like we have these massive Pokemon with massive life. They when they, they get two shot or one shot sometimes. Right. You lose three prizes. That's half the game gone right there. And mm. now we're still kind of in the consequences of that. We still have these strong Pokemon in play in, in format. Mm -hmm. And we see these Scarlet and Violet Mons. We see a Paul Day of all. Like I just said, I don't think there's a single Pokemon in that. Like uh, EX or, or at the very least, that is a relevant meta card, right? Okay. So to the, a lot of people that can be frustrating, you know, they want to make a new exciting deck. Mm -hmm. The way I see it though is as soon as these Vs are out of format permanently, mm -hmm. you know, our next rotation or two, mm -hmm. the game has a really bright future out of it. Like in coming down the EX era. Exactly, into like, like a pure yeah. Scarlet and Violet only era. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I, I, I think you're right about that. And so you were saying that the power creep had sort of gotten to a pretty high level when it came to the end of Sword and Shield right. era. Yeah. Pa pa Sword and Shield was power, was power yeah, okay. There's always been some of that was like <laughs> yes, uh, through the roof. Yeah, and to speak to that, obviously, you know, Pokemon is often seen as the power creep top oh, three yeah. game for sure. Although, you know, you guys are giving it a bit of a yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know anymore. Uh, we'll get to that at some point. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's interesting to hear that and to hear that, uh, that that rotation is coming around. But when is this next rotation that's going to basically scoop out uh, everything except for the, the latest generation? Uh, so from my understanding, it isn't the next rotation. It would be the rotation after that. So it should be right. two years unless Pokemon okay. decides to make an opinion otherwise. You know, there right. is... It's not the first time they've made changes to rotation. Our most recent rotation, they delayed it by about six months. Right. Okay. Which is uh, which is pretty wild to think about, especially considering you you know you're talking about another two years of, of these like these right. straggling super powered cards. Of course, for like people who haven't been playing the game very long, I mean that's mm -hmm. a long time. That's yeah. two years. I mean even for me, I took a break, came back, and I've, I've been back for about two years now. That's basically how long I came back to the game. Mm -hmm. And to think that well, it's a, all all of your return time again just for it to be to a what I think will hopefully be a, a healthy thing. Like, you're getting, you really don't know. Yeah, okay. And there's really no chance of, like, a ban list or anything coming, mm -hmm. eh? I don't think Pokemon has banned a card in I don't know how long. <laughs> I mean, that's the just wild to me. The last that was uh, Lysander's Trump card, which mm -hmm. literally just shuffled your entire discard into your deck except for Lysander's Trump card. Oh, wow. Right. Which is, which is, considering the diversity in the format we just spoke to, it really impressive. Like, it's impressive mm. that, you know, oh, you're, yeah. you're seeing, you know, what is it, like, eight or nine different, or not, well, so yeah, we, we don't look at Japan, but those yeah, are yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, seven different decks, uh, seven-ish different decks, or at least yeah. six that are significantly different, more or less. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's impressive that that's the way that the game is uh, being balanced. Oh, yeah, it, it, even just, yeah. 
a few like four maps ago, you would see like single uh, silver silver tanks. You'd see mm -hmm. over half a top eight is a Lugia, and mm -hmm. if it wasn't over half a top eight with a Lugia, that was like shocking. It was over half a top eight with something else instead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so <laughs> whoever beat Lugia that day. <laughs> okay, so that's a uh, so that's on the competitive play side, but I guess there's some controversy in the competitive play area as well. Something that's uh, raised some eyebrows in in com professional competitive play. Yeah, there was a bit of a controversial topic at mm -hmm. uh, North America uh, okay. International Championships yep. in top eight. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a, a disqualification um, while they were uh, doing the seating for top eight. Okay. Um, a player by the name of Toby Clark, a well-known player, was uh, they were doing deck checks before top eight as they do, mm -hmm. and they noticed that. Uh, so for context, he, he plays. Uh, in his deck, he has three copies of a card called Ayana, which is one of the new trainers from the set. Very impactful card. It's hand disruption. It can limit how many cards your opponent has in hand. Like it's very, very strong. And two out of these three Ionas in his deck had visible, very clear, visible damage to the sleeves. Oh. oh. Um, if I had to describe the damage, though, it didn't. It didn't really look like to me damage from like play. It okay, wasn't okay. like the sides were scoffed or like one of the like uh, corners were like bent. It was. Um, yeah. Like, imagine you took a card, you put it in the sleeve, and you push it down, and then you took the top of the sleeve between the card, and you just, like, folded it over and creased it. Oh. Okay. It's really... Yeah. Questionable. Oh, it's questionable. That's, it's questionable. Yeah. Yeah. I could see possibly... He, 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 but they're both story, the same card. Both the same card. Mm -hmm. It's not all three, but it's two of the same card. It's a little mm -hmm. suspicious. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I sure. could see... Uh, I've heard some people's uh, takes on it. You know, that, that's the kind of damage that could occur, for example, during resleeving a deck. Right. And okay, Toby yeah. says he before top eight wanted to resleeve his deck and make mm -hmm. sense, make sure there's no damaged sleeves or anything. Mm -hmm. Possibly could have damaged them in the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but he was disqualified from top eight. Uh, mm -hmm. And some people aren't happy about that. It's been a bit of a controversial thing. Right. Was uh, was he a very well known quantity prior to uh, to this event? He he's not like one of the he's most well known, yeah, but he's okay. a player that if you saw in the top eight wouldn't be. Surprising it's to see surprising, that, yeah, exactly. okay. He's right. a, a, a very solid player. All right, well, check those sleeves then before we're ready to play, right? There you go, there's some lessons there. Uh, what else going on? Um, well, they announced our 2024 regional championship circuit, just basically where everything's going to be. Okay, right. Uh, it's pretty, they usually kind of just use the same locations over and right. over again. We yeah. have Pittsburgh this year. I don't think it's been, they've been there for a while, though. Okay. Uh, we have... Uh, Sacramento, mm -hmm. there's you know Toronto, Barcelona. all the usual suspects. Yeah, Peoria, yeah. all the usual yeah. suspects. Yeah, yeah, it's not like choosing an Olympic city. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should uh, campaign it like that. We got Moncton this year. That's I, I wish. I yeah, wish. We got sure. Toronto and Canada. Yeah. Oh, we got okay. one in Canada. I'm not allowed so. back there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's pretty much it in terms of the competitive side of things. Um, we do have some new news regarding product as well. Okay. Well, I mean, there's something you've been uh, teasing for the last little while. There's uh, there's 151 coming, which is basically the Pokemon set that has all the originals in it. Yeah. Pokemon 151 is officially out in Japan. Okay. As right. of the 16th of June. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, so spoilers are completely out and everything yeah, like that. We, uh, we, we knew all the cards in the set except for Secret Rares post-release. Okay. Uh, but Japan's pretty good at keeping Secret Rares actually secret, so now we know those before we get it, but mm -hmm. Japan didn't, so that's okay. kind of fun. What, what kind of Secret Rares is the set uh, given us? Um, so these Secret Rares are all just alternate art printings of cards okay. already in the set. All right. Um, there's some really nice looking ones. I definitely recommend looking into them, but mm -hmm. that's usually how they do it. They have like the main set list. Uh, we had, um, how many was there? I think it was 210 cards total, but that's including the secret rares, and that's like okay. 70 cards. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, oh, it's a lot. All right. Jesus. Hello. Oh, that's wow. a, that's, all, like, that's, all, a, that's yeah. almost half of all 151 that's, Pokemon. That's, There's yeah. 165 cards in the set, and, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, 165 cards before secret rares, and then 210 total. 
Right. Okay. That's some magic oh, wow. numbers right there. But I've noticed that Pokemon has lent into that sort of variance and like special alt art thing a little bit heavier than what they had in recent years. Like, you know, I've been seeing yeah. a lot of cards come out with like sort of like almost full art. Um, rather than, you know, the box. Oh, yeah, it's not yeah. uncommon to see, like, you'll see an EX come out, you'll mm -hmm. see an alt art of the EX, you'll mm -hmm. see a special illustration where it'll be all of the, and then sometimes you may even see another one, depending on the card, right? Right. It helps keep things under control for players, because, mm -hmm. I mean, collectors don't care about the $2 base art for this EX when there's yeah. the really fancy version, mm -hmm. right? It's a it's an optional buy into bling out thing. Exactly. Which right. uh, you know, Pokemon and, and Yu-Gi-Oh have we, we've seen a bunch of times over the yeah. <laughs> especially in recent Ooh, years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some nauseating numbers I've seen come out uh, of Commander uh, Commander oh, Masters, but God, we'll jump into that I, in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you were, you were saying? Um yeah, so we know we, we we know all the one fifty one now. Yeah. There's really nothing much more exciting than what we probably went over before for that. Mm -hmm. um, Ruler of the Black Flame officially revealed for Japan. That's just our Obsidian Flame set. Okay. Um, one of the, it's not the first time it's happened, but it's very uncommon that Japan gets the official titles and all that for their sets before we do. Okay. Or sorry, gets it after, after we, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, usually we get it. We get it way after. Okay, so Pokemon Company uh, International is working a little harder and getting the information they, yeah, out. I think they, they want to involve the international audience a little more. Okay. And I think that's uh, what they really should be doing. Okay, fantastic. Well, uh, like I said, I've seen them build a lot of like obviously Western unique products and stuff like that. So exactly. But speaking of products, what else? Uh, anything else coming down the line that we should be uh, keeping an eye out in the future? Well, in terms of the City and Flame, that's our uh, we'll. 151 is coming out soon. That is mm -hmm. out for us in September. Okay. Uh, we have our August set in Obsidian Flames. Mm -hmm. um, so far, we've had a few cards confirmed for that. Nothing new. Um, basically, everything that we went over last time, plus those EX battle decks, have now been, we know, incorporated into our main set, like the Decidueye EX and all yeah, that. That's right. Really yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stuff. But mm -hmm. it's, it's in the set. So of course. That. Okay, cool. Um, other than that, there was there is some interesting Pokemon, though, in, the, in 151. Okay. What, uh, what stands out specifically for that sort of set? So for uh, 151, there's Clefable EX. Uh, I, I believe okay. I went over it last time, but it's, it's on the forefront of my mind with how strong Gardevoir seems to be. Okay. Um, the main draw to it seems to be it's just it's an EX that makes it so when your Pokemon have any basic psych attached to them, they can retreat for free. Okay. Which has... Oh. With my, with my testing of Gardevoir bin, it's one of its largest weaknesses. Most right. You, it's, it's very hard to fit things in there as is, and switch cards are not commonly put in it. Mm -hmm. And it's Cafable EX, right? Cafable EX. So is that that is uh, evolution, though? Or is that it, is yeah. a, the same yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. The Clefairy and the Clefable. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. um, so it is a little bit harder to run that. Is, uh, is that yeah, kind of I don't think it's going to be uh, in every deck kind of thing, but mm -hmm. it's a... Uh, it's, uh, a tech you could consider. Okay. Uh, Obsidian Flame, there's some interesting stuff too. Mm -hmm. uh, comparable to what we currently have is uh, Toad's Cruel EX, okay. um, which is, is it the, the grass EX. It evolves from, uh, I forget what it's called, it's the uh, the new Scarlet and Violet version of Tentacruel and like Tentacruel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Toad's Cruel and Toad. Yeah, Toad. Like they're like ghosts or something or something? Um, it's, it's like, like brown. Brown? brown? Oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. Like that. Something like that. Uh, the cards are grass. Yeah, okay, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so it has an ability that's similar to an ability we currently have in play. Uh, it's uh, protective mycelium. Uh, prevents all damage, uh, all effects of attacks on the Pokemon that have energy attached to it, period. Okay. Um, we have Espeon VMAX, which does something similar specifically for psychic energy. Mm -hmm. but this is a two-prizer that does it for any energy. Okay. Including special energy. Okay, so it sounds like there's going to be some, uh, some it, decently competitive stuff uh, popping out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, well, the next couple of months, I guess. Other than that, there's... Um, some, some new uh, EX uh, decks we're getting, so a new mm -hmm. uh, 
style of battle decks. We call them the Lux Battle Decks. Um, okay. We have right now our you know level one products. This is just like uh, mm -hmm. intended for like brand new players who have yeah. don't know anything about the game. They grab it. Then we have our League Battle Decks, which are mm -hmm. like a tier three product, which is how they call it, level three product, which is just you could open one of these, take it to a weekly or an event, mm -hmm. and possibly see some success. Like, they're okay. fairly well done. They need some work, but they're well, fairly well done. Right. Okay. This is a level two product. It's much better than the level one product. It's a lot of flaws with them. You know, like the, like the it's a Meowskarata EX and Quackaball EX, which are both Pokemon that are, you know, in our Paldea Evolves, that very low impact Pokemon. Right, okay. But there's some good staple trainers that might be worth getting, and the price point's pretty cheap. It's like $10 US. Well, that's not too bad. And right. obviously, they're not going to throw in the, you know, the heavy hitters from that set. Oh, exactly. But there. if you're a new player, you need some Ultra Balls, mm -hmm. you need, like, staple trainers and all mm -hmm. that, they're, they're a pretty good product. Yeah. And are these, is this product line exclusive uh, stateside? Like, it is a... a I believe so, Or, yes. like, at least, you know, outside of Japan. Yeah, like, Japan typically prefers just to leave everything to the EX Battle Decks yeah. and another promotional... Uh, material. Okay. But that's pretty much it for Pokemon. All right, sweet. I feel like I've been caught up. Like, yeah. uh, it sounds like there's been some good competitive moves. And, and I mean, I, as I've said from the beginning, I've been super excited for uh, for 151, you know, nostalgia. You know, I'm wearing a Pokemon oh, shirt, of course, right now. So I'm excited to see what comes of that. I don't love the fact I can't buy just regular booster boxes of it. But, you know, as, it's these, a little special, yeah, but it's... as these special sets go, uh, I should definitely check that out when I, when I get a chance. All right, so we're, we're caught up on Pokemon. Uh, let's jump down. Let's go from one part of Japan to another. Let's try uh, Yu-Gi-Oh now. So, Father, sure. really take it away. Give me a little bit of inside information on what's going on in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh. Not Dragon Ball. All right. <laughs> Fine, I guess. All right. So we got a bit of tournament results for Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. So we had the European Nationals like last week, and mm -hmm. it was won by Jessica Robinson on uh, Rika, which okay. is kind of an unknown deck. Not pe many people play it. Okay. It's really powerful, but for some reason nobody really tests against it. Okay. It ends up winning this event. It's the only one in the top eight. Um, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So out, of like like the, out of, like, the left field, right? Yeah, really. Right? Like, she just plays this deck pretty much. So, like, she oh, took it to, right. like, the last tournaments and okay. the ones before so that. It's not so even a meta choice. It's just basically, like, I, think I just like this deck and I'm just going to... It might be a little bit of both because, right. yeah. like, no, like I don't even know exactly how the deck plays because I haven't played against it before. Okay. But, like, it does... I know it does some really powerful things. Like, it tributes your opponent's monsters for cost, which is a really powerful interaction in Yu-Gi-Oh!, okay. And, um, yeah, so it was able to take it all. And uh, See that type of thing happen to Magic sometimes. Where yeah, like it's really off, cool. Off-meta decks that people just aren't sideboarding against. Yeah. We'll see success at some tournament, and then everyone starts sideboarding against them, but also yeah, and then it doesn't do them. as well at the next and tournament. Then, yeah, they just get worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it does shift around yeah. the craziness, but, but everyone's yeah. supposed to be there in the first you'll, place. You'll see Bogles or whatever, mm -hmm. in fact, whatever yeah. random deck of the week is. Yeah, yeah so the other top eight was uh, three Cash Tira, which is still going strong after the ban list, still uh, very meta. Uh, we got one Branded, one Dragon Link, and two Labyrinth, which is an another really powerful deck, but it's uh, more of a trap deck. The other ones are like combo decks, mm -hmm. but Labyrinth is like a trap deck, which actually had a little bit of controversy in uh, mm -hmm. one the German Nationals, because in the finals of the tournament, the Labyrinth player was able to go first, and uh, she set a trap card, like, with one of the effects. And the trap card, it says you contribute a dark monster on your side of the field, and then you call spells or traps. Mm -hmm. Your opponent reveals their hand and has to get rid of all their spells or traps, whichever mm -hmm. one you called. So against their opponent, they had five spells in their hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this one trap card ripped five spells oh. out of their hand. Is that like your entire and it, hand in Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, so they, they drew another one for turn, and then they had oh, another yeah, trap like one to deal with that. Oh. So 
Yeah, and it's not doesn't even end there because yeah. for the next like two or three turns they have to reveal their hand, their card that they draw, and if it's a spell, it just goes to the grave immediately. Oh, oh no! So a lot of people, brutal. so a lot of people are asking for this card to be banned because it's just so powerful and like it just wins you the game on the spot pretty much. Right. Do you think it's gonna be banned? I would like. I don't want to get hit by this, so yeah. I would like it yeah. to be banned. But but it, do you think it will? Because if it won't, I'm buying this deck. Yeah. I don't know very much about Konami, but if there's anything I know about Konami, they love money. So how expensive yeah. are the cards in that town? Uh, it's actually like I think I saw the the price point of the lab of the labyrinth deck was around four hundred or five hundred dollars for the whole okay. thing. Is, is that um, high or low for you, Yu-Gi-Oh? That's pretty much average. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah, there is a chance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of people are complaining <laughs> about it. But then there is other another tournament. I think it was the same person, Jessica Robinson, was in a game where she won because she drew a Harpy's Feather Duster, which destroys mm. all spell traps your opponent controls. Mm. So their opponent set five cards in the back row. <laughs> Harpy's Feather Duster, they just <laughs> scooped the game. It's, right. it's oh, over. Amazing. Lost five cards. Yeah, so now we have... Trap decks complaining about Harpy's Feather Duster, and we have non-trap decks complaining about Epidemic Virus. <laughs> what a quality game. Just turn one, here's the counter to your decks. Yeah, Bonax. and yeah. it's just a one-of, because you can only play one. Yeah, it's limited to one. one. Yeah. Oh, right. But everybody's playing it, because yeah. it's the ultimate yeah. and a board wipe for a spell and trap, right? Exactly. So, so you're going to be prepared for that. Yeah, there was a lot of debate. Like, well, you shouldn't just rely on only traps for your end board. Like, mm. you should have, like, a mix-up so you don't get blown out by this one card, but... Mm. Yeah, that's kind of the uh, discussions that's going on right now in Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. And then Jessica sounds like she's got the talent to, yeah. to go all the distance. Yeah. I, yeah, she's doing really well lately. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Sweet. And then, uh, so the North American Nationals are happening this weekend right now, so I don't really have any information about that one right mm -hmm. now. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the tournament stuff that I have, but uh, it was really exciting. I loved hearing about all the controversy and all the people like... <laughs> Getting mad at each other on Twitter oh. and stuff. That's always fun. Controversy's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just move yeah. to threads. Yeah. We'll, we'll move on to threads. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got some new uh, information about some uh, cards as well. So we got a new archetype called the uh, Snake Eyes archetype. Okay. So it's kind of part of the new uh, lore. So we got like a new main character basically in the lore. Okay. Um, like it, a new, like, young, like a Yuki Moto type, is that what you mean? Uh, it's like a, like an archetype in cards. So, like, okay. before this, we had uh, Fallen of Albaz, which was one that went on for a while. And then okay. after that, we got Visa Star Frost. Right. Um, and now we're getting, this one is Dia Bell Star. Okay. Um, and it's it's pretty interesting. It's like a, you send a card from your hand or field to summon it, and whenever it's sent to the graveyard, you can send another one to bring it back so it pretty much never dies oh, you can okay. just always bring it back right. and then whenever it's special summoned you can set a card from your deck oh, so oh, it so gets advantage as well and then you get this special summon yeah okay, that's yeah it's really cool, cool. and I it mean, like so basically just tutor for anything and then set it uh, it's not any card it has to be like a specific it has to be like a tainted treasure i think is what it's called right now okay. and was, so you can only set those cards but they're still pretty good like mm -hmm. they can get you uh, some advantage or some interruptions and then the Snake Eyes archetype kind of like goes with it because they, they have like some interlapping cards. So mm -hmm. you can search one of the Tainted Treasure cards, which is also a Snake Eyes card. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they work together like that. And the Snake Eyes cards, they're like a pyro deck, which is very rare for Yu-Gi-Oh! We don't get a very many like good pyro decks, uh, which is like the type, not like the fire or whatever, right. but like pyro decks, like 
pretty much never get support. And now we're actually going to get one that seems to be meta because a ton of people have been doing testing with it already. It just got revealed like a few days ago, but right, people okay. already have done like, this is my end board and like, this is what right. we can do. And it, I've even tested it a little bit and it seems to get a lot of advantage just for doing like a one card combo, which is very promising for, uh, especially with a brand new archetype, like in the lore, mm -hmm. like we don't get, usually it takes like a couple of sets of support before we get like- Breakthroughs to sort of like yeah. a playable and, deck. Is and this one seems strong already. Only one card? <laughs> I mean, one card gets you a lot of stuff yeah. in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, but like, Pokemon, you just did, oh, I don't want my hand, I'll just discard it all and draw seven, why not? Exactly. Yeah, we, can't, we don't have that option in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's really fun. I'm excited <laughs> for that kind of stuff. And then uh, we have some new um, sets. So one of the sets that just came out was the Battles of Legend Monstrous Revenge. It had a lot of uh, reprints in it. Okay. Um, they're all. It's like one of those sets that's all ultra rares or se and mm -hmm. secret rares. Mm -hmm. And then they also have some Starlight rares in one in this one. And it's it has some really good reprints. Like a lot of really welcome reprints. And then there's a few new cards too, but they're not like amazing but mm -hmm. i think a lot of people are appreciative of the reprints like the brave engine was one that was really expensive that got reprinted and then the punk archetype which i talk about mm -hmm. on the here all the time got reprinted so that one's exciting too because these sets are you know ultra rare super rare basically just all, all shiny cards does it do yeah. you see a big corrosion in price when they get reprinted at that uh, that level of rarity well, I was taking a look today, and uh, the Rite of Aramisir card is like $22, mm -hmm. and uh, it was printed as an ultra rare like a long time ago, and it was like, I, it was must, it was like 60 bucks at some point, so like yeah. it is a lot cheaper now. That's a pretty significant drop. Yeah, it is yeah. a lot better now. Um, we also have um, Duelist Nexus is coming out um, this month in a yeah. couple of weeks. That's another main set. Mm -hmm. We're getting a lot of pretty good support, like the Manadium, which is another archetype I like a lot. We're getting Rescue Ace, which is a good, uh, it's mm -hmm. like a fire firefighting archetype. That's right. That's been around before, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we're getting some good support that's going to make it like really playable and really okay. strong, so I'm excited to play that. Mm -hmm. And then we're getting the new Illusion type, which I talked about before. It's mm -hmm. like the new type. It's pretty much only one archetype. It's not really like its own type yet. It's pretty mm -hmm. much just an archetype, but uh, that's kind of exciting. And then I talked about Pearly as well. They're getting some good support as well, even after getting hit for Seemingly no, not much of a reason last ban list. Is that the, the evolving cat, basically? Yeah, like, the Eevee. Know, Eevee yeah, pretty Eevee much is the easiest comparison, yeah. <laughs> and then um, we're getting the new tournament pack as well this month, okay. month in like two weeks. We don't, still don't know very much about it. We know one card from it. It's mm -hmm. just the ultimate rare uh, branded fusion, okay. which is good for branded players, of course. Mm. They don't get enough reprints. They have like, <laughs> their whole deck is pretty much ultra rare at this point. Right, or right. Ultimate well, rare. You, so that's an extra spicy card where you can basically just fuse from your deck or something like that? Yeah, you, you fuse yeah. two cards from your deck, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Okay, well I'm glad at least they're getting it. Now, at tournament packs, do they have the sim like a similar product line in uh, Japan? So yes, you, I believe so. Right, but, but it wouldn't be the same list. Yeah, I think it's different. That. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, okay. yeah, we only know about branded fusion, which is kind of weird because I don't know. It's coming out like not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday, and we still don't know anything about it. So mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's kind of exciting whenever you open the pack and you don't know what's actually in it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen a whole lot in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you have to actually try nowadays to like uh, yeah. avoid spoilers and yeah. spoiler season and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're getting a new fire um, set as well. There's not a whole lot of exciting stuff in here, for me anyway. It's just like 
the reprints of the Salaman great cards and stuff, which was right. it was a good archetype like whenever it came out like a few years ago, but right now it's it's not amazing. So the entire set just consists of only fire typed cards. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it might be good if you want to play that kind of stuff. I know I just said the Pyro deck is going to be good, so there might be one or two cards from that that will be relevant in the future, but that's not going to be for a while. And then in September is actually going to be a really big month for Yu-Gi-Oh! We got a lot of really exciting stuff. We have the Pot Collection, which I talked about before. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Which is like the Pot of Greeds and all that. So you get like the actual figures of the little pots, and it comes with all the cards as well. Mm -hmm. So one of each card, which is really good because some of them are still expensive. Like right. Pot of most of those, I assume most of those cards are restricted anyway, so like one per copy per day. Uh, uh. Pot of Greed is banned. Pot of Desires is at two. And that's about the only ones I think that are hit on the right. list right now. So you need more than just the, the one set replacement. Yeah, basically. for sure. Okay. Um, we also have the 25th anniversary tin, Dueling Heroes is what it's called, which okay. is pretty much the replacement of the gold tin that they did la uh, last year. Like okay. for the past three years, they had its tin where it kind of stacked up. It looked like the uh, the like tablet in the TV show, okay, like right. the Yu-Gi-Oh uh -huh. tablet. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so they did like one different section of it each year, and now we're just getting a different one. It just has a bunch of different pictures of different cards and stuff on it. But mm. usually these tins are really good for uh, reprints. It's pretty much it's mostly reprints, and usually it's very good. So it's another exciting product, and we're getting a new structure deck as well, the Crimson King. It is um, the Red Dragon Archfiend archetype. So we're getting some new cards for that, mm. which is uh, the cards used by Jack Atlas in the Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds anime. Okay. Anyone is familiar with that? Um, mm, not. <laughs> yeah. I know what a Yu-Gi-Oh is. A, a Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> I've, I've seen a Yu-Gi-Oh or two in my life. Yeah. I've, seen, yeah. I've seen anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. anime is good. It's the king of games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Atlas, Atlas, Atlas. I can't remember. I think maybe I played him when, when the, the Switch game came out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I don't remember. The only thing I've seen from the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime is when the four characters put their hands together and they have a smiley face drawn on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me, and my me and my friend said that once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's another good meme from Yu-Gi-Oh! that I like to see. It's like, he draws a card, he's like, this card is useless. <laughs> yeah. You can see that meme anytime I play, like, draft. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And then uh, yeah, go on. for October, we're getting a couple other things. So this is the Age of Overlord set, which is the next core set in October. So that is the one that has the new uh, archetypes that I mentioned before, the mm -hmm. Snake Eyes and the Dia Bell Star, which will probably be renamed by the time they come out in English. Mm -hmm. This is just what we have for now. Mm -hmm. you and said, then You said core set, and I know it's a different thing in Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. but... Oh. Yeah. I miss them. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I wouldn't have had all this bullshit to talk about. Yeah. Like, oh, the summer sets out. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a bunch of simple cards that are affecting formats well. No, no, no. <laughs> Those days are long behind They're us. long gone. Gotta, yeah. gotta sell products. Yeah. No more just villainous impacts yeah. anymore. Yeah. And then the last thing is October, we're also getting a two-player starter set, which is something very um, new for Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. So we get two decks, and they both come with, like, four card extra decks, I think. Okay. Um, I think one of them is a Synchro deck, and one of them is an XYZ deck. So you get to tie out two different, uh, like, archetypes, two different ways of playing the game. It's going to be... Is that we don't, common for Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, like we don't... Kind of we never really get that kind really of stuff for really Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember a time ever, especially on early Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, yeah. where there was a two-player product, like, put out like that. Yeah. Basically uh, getting people into the game. Yeah, so it, it's pretty unknown how it's going to be. Like, we don't know any of the cards. We don't know if it's going to be, like, 
if it, the 40 card decks are going to be all like one ofs like they usually do in the mm -hmm. starter decks yeah. or if they're going to actually give you like play sets of stuff mm -hmm. or anything like that um, but yeah I'm really excited to see what it's like um, might be able to pick it up play with my girlfriend or something that's <laughs> nice. should be fun yeah. Sweet. yeah it seems like a good way to get into what I got right? uh, yeah well, exactly like, the interesting thing is you said one's like an XYZ deck which yep. is a special type of summoning yep. and the other one's a synchro deck which is another special type of summoning yep. Which, at the basis level of Yu-Gi-Oh, is, is relatively advanced strategies. Like, you know, just mm. like, it's not just, you know, create your monster and attack sort of thing. Yeah. It's oh, really yeah. digging in this idea of alternate summoning and stuff like that that we've yeah. seen in Yu-Gi-Oh evolve over the last couple of years. I believe they even mentioned that they have, like, a uh, scripted duel where okay. they'll yeah. kind of take you through how everything works. Mm -hmm. in, but you don't have to, like, do it every time, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, they'll kind of, like, guide you through how everything is going happening. So you don't like miss triggers and all that, I yeah. guess, right? That's, yeah. that's a pretty big thing. I mean, thing you're probably going to miss triggers anyway, yeah. Yeah. just to be, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would, well, would, would you have to stack the deck for that to work? Yeah, I'm curious how it would do it. Huh. I don't know. Maybe if it like, comes They stacked. give you like the first five cards in your like hand or something? Hand or something. Yeah. 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 Hand. yeah. yeah. Like I, could, I could see it being something like that because Yu-Gi-Oh is usually over in like one or two turns. Right. Yeah, you only have to stack a couple cards. Yeah. That is a whole turn. One turn if you're Jessica. Yeah, exactly. Back in the day, uh, Magic used to have those two-player starter decks as well, yep. where it would come with that little notice on it. It's like, do not shuffle these. Just open mm. them up, put them on yeah. the table, and draw from there, and that would sort of simulate yeah. your first okay. game. They, so we'll they, see which they actually had a starter deck again recently for Lord of the Rings that wasn't Commander. Oh, really? Which, yeah. What? Oh, wow. I know. They just, I didn't on. even see that. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> it had two legendary creatures on the face. Obviously, <laughs> right. but they, what, they weren't Commander cards. <laughs> right. Was it just a standalone product? It was like a just a standalone. Thing? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I think it's because a lot of new players are just getting in for Lord of the Rings anyway. So okay. oh, may, yeah. may as well. Oh, for sure. Well, before we, uh, yeah, 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 before we jump in with Lord of the Rings, let's, uh, let's wrap up with Yu-Gi-Oh here. That's pretty much it that I have. I kind of went through it a little bit fast. I thought I'd be, uh, didn't think I'd take that go that quickly. But, uh, yeah, that's most of what I have for Yu-Gi-Oh stuff right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're seeing a little bit of a, um, you know, not as crazy times as we've had in previous months. Yeah, we're and the, summer. the format is still really diverse. Like, there's a couple other cards that are, like, decks that I can think of that could compete with these other decks in this top eight. So, mm -hmm. like, we still do have a pretty, like, wide-open format. It's just uh, the trap cards that break your whole hand <laughs> and feather duster that destroys a whole strategy. But yeah. That's the only thing that people are complaining about right now, which is mm -hmm. not the worst thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Feather Duster's been a problem since day one, so... I mean... <laughs> if, you know, if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh! and you don't liking Feather Duster... Yeah, you, it was banned know. for the longest time, and they brought it back to one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Next back, Rageki or something. Uh, Rageki's uh, at three now, actually. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, well. <laughs> Well, interestingly, I, I do want to note that you said, you know, you mentioned a lot of reprint sets, and, you know, we obviously talk about ban lists and stuff yeah. like that and restricted lists. Um, I think it's interesting that Yu-Gi-Oh! has found this bizarre, like, little comfort zone of, like, where it has enough product support and gains enough player interest to be able to support reprint set after reprint set after reprint set and yeah. insert these much-needed reprints because it has this eternal format. There's no rotation like we were talking mm. about with Pokemon, right? As a player, how does that make you feel? And then just pivot to that. Obviously, we've got a big reprint set coming out for Magic. Yeah. Uh, like, do, how do you engage with reprint products against new products? Like, do you, like... Would you just go out and buy a booster pack of or a booster box of a reprint product, uh, or would you specifically just wait for singles or something uh, like that? I've done like before. I've done like mm -hmm. where I buy a bunch of the reprints, and sometimes I don't get what I want, and then mm -hmm. I regret it. So yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. kind of switched to just getting <laughs> singles lately because yeah. it's just a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I I do really like it because like. But the only thing that I worry about is because sometimes they will reprint a card to sell it more, and then they'll ban it right after it's sold. <laughs> after they do that, it's happened a, a few times that I can remember. Uh, so like, but yeah, they just try to milk as much as they can out of it. Right. They're like, we don't put it in here. It's it's we're not going to be able to sell. And yeah. Then, exactly. Yeah. Last chance opportunity. <laughs> That's like that's like Wizards of the Coast level grimy. I mean, yeah. Konami, <laughs> don't underestimate Konami. Yeah, oh yeah, you really should. I don't yeah. know much about Konami, but I play like a lot of video games, and from the video game yeah. matter, Konami oh. is not a. The, yeah. Right. They like Rapid money, as you put it earlier. Yeah, they like money. Yeah, I think yeah, all of the, really. all the companies that we've talked about today definitely. Oh, they do. all like money. They really like. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, reprint sets, and uh, I know you've got some other stuff to talk about uh, yeah. with Lord of the Rings and stuff, but we've got uh, Commander Masters coming down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you want to jump into that initially while we were on the subject of reprints? Uh, I mean, I don't want to, but I can. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, it's... it's uh, I I don't like Commander Draft at all. The only thing that really interests me in the set mm-hmm. is, is, you know... Interests me about reprint sets anyway is is lowering prices for cards and obviously draft draft mm-hmm. for reprint sets and magic is a lot of fun a lot of them are really good formats um, Commander Masters you know I think people who like Commander draft a lot of fun the Commander players are going to enjoy the set right I don't mm-hmm. even know if it's going to lower any prices though because it's going for like five hundred dollars or whatever isn't that stupid prices yeah. yeah. You know, I think um, I think the new arts look cool. Where it's just the the blank one color background with like the profile shot mm-hmm. of the legend. I think those look cool, but everyone hates them. So mm-hmm. oh, like the um, like the Ur Dragon one that was spoiled before, and there's new ones now. Mm. They, they've done those in like uh, more recent sets too, though, right? On other cards, or don't think no. something. Okay, no. something. I mean, there's like 80 versions of every card, so mm-hmm. you could be right. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I mean, haven't given seen them. Not to know yeah. every single yeah. new. I mean, sorry, uh, magic variant that's going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, I, just, I know there's like uh, for like this like uh, like scroll defector might has like an art that's like all. White. Oh I, yeah, I yeah. that was that was a different thing. type of treatment. Oh, okay, yeah. so that's a different different different, right. different okay. thing. Different thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks very very similar based on your description. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean you know we haven't really gotten that much that much new for this set really. It's just expensive master set. Yeah, you know yeah, another one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is again another reprint set, and now yeah. that you know Magic's obviously been dealing with Commander for almost uh, over a decade now, uh, yeah. and you know just uh, hammering home the internal format and constantly mm-hmm. trying to reprint stuff. Uh, obviously, uh, Magic is capitalizing on it in a way that um, that we have uh, that, that's never been at this height before. But yeah. obviously, reprint, 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 reprint. Um, I, it, but the pricing being so high comparatively is just ridiculous. It's not going to lower prices. Yeah, and and, and mm-hmm. since they're printing variants, yeah, why would you they don't reprint. They don't care about lower prices because Commander players will pay anything. Yeah, yeah. They'll pay anything or they'll pay nothing. There's two cans. <laughs> well, it feels like they're trying to preserve the prices of the things that they reprint so that they can reprint them again. Yes. Next reprint set mm-hmm. comes down. Exactly. There's only you know, there's yeah. only what probably one percent of cards that are really top cream of the crop in Commander. So yeah. you've only got so much reprint equity in your game. Yeah. Uh, because once you make something like, and I'll give you a little bit of a segue here, mm. like the Lord of the Rings set, which is disrupting yeah. you know formats across yep. the world, yep. uh, across the entire spectrum of the game. Um, if you keep giving them more powerful things, guess what? You have to reprint just the things that are the most exactly. powerful. Exactly. So let's have you take it away. What else is going on? Yeah. So let's get into Lord of the Rings. You know, okay. going, going from Japan to Japan to. New Zealand, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lowered my chair first, and then your, right. yours was higher, so I'm going to raise up for this. I'm all talking right. about it. We've got elevated uh, yeah. and your opinions. For yeah. all right. I'm above you all. <laughs> <laughs> so Lord of the Rings has officially released. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the One Ring was found. 
after mm. about a month or so of the set being out, it's found by a retail worker in Toronto. Mm. Uh, got a PSA certified. It got a mint nine, not even a ten. <laughs> it was curled when it came out. It probably didn't. Oh, it probably didn't even deserve a nine. Yeah. 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 yeah, I've heard some argument as to what was the point of even giving it a grade because if it's a one of one, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. just right? to prove it's real. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just put it through the wash. It's still probably. Yeah, it's still worth something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was saying that if I opened it, I would sharpie like something on it. Yeah. Because like, oh no, I don't sell it for two mil. I send it sell it for like half a million dollars mm-hmm. either way that's unfathomable amounts of money to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm not yeah you know whatever uh but yeah you know it was sold uh or not sold yet he's uh held on to it a bunch of offers for it so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens that's all we kind of know right now yeah do you know what the, the prices are looking like for the offers uh, last i heard it was like two million yeah there's been some about. offers sure for, down for, for like there i think the biggest offer like standing is like a million dollars from oh, a no. card shop in spain Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's. I'm sure it will go up and down. I kind of hope that it gets thrown in a volcano, to be honest. Yeah, there's still a <laughs> chance it gets thrown funny. in a volcano. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but anyway, uh, let's uh, let's talk about the new cards, though. Okay. Um, the new from cards Lord from Lord of the Rings that have affected mm-hmm. formats. And I've got... Quick question, though. Yes. Just in regards to the one ring being yep. open, have, uh, and I don't know if you're tracking this, but has mm-hmm. there been any volatility with, like... Uh, you know, now that this one ring has been found, the price of things like collector boxes, you know, we are just talking about price before, yep. has that, like, has the hype for that sort of diminished any? Uh, uh, not even noticeably? I think a little bit, but there's so many good cards in this set. Or okay. not so many. There's a couple of really good cards in this mm-hmm. set. For the most part, this set has not really impacted many formats, except for a few examples, which is why I only have three cards to talk about and one honorable mention. Okay. Um, you know, usually a new set comes out. There's, like, you know, 20 cards that are taking over formats. Right. Mm. This time, it's not that way. So, okay. yeah, so just to get into our our honorable mention, I guess. I felt like I should mention it because mm-hmm. it is seen some play. Is uh, the new Samwise card? Okay. Uh, it's seen play in some uh, like four color food decks that have been in modern for a while. Right. Um, okay. It's kind of adding to those. It's still like under one percent of the meta, mm-hmm. but it is a potential deck that you could see. It's a two-two creature. Uh, whenever you play a non-token creature, you make a food token. Food tokens are artifact tokens you can sacrifice to gain life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly okay. important though is that. Uh, certain cards interact with food tokens, mm-hmm. like uh, Asmaranda, Dyson, Kuldakar, whatever her name is. Oh, uh, yeah, like Oko food. and all that. Right? banned. Yeah, I know he's banned, banned. but he does, he does <laughs> in fact, interact. Yes, he does, he does care about food. Uh, <laughs> like Asmo can kill creatures with them. Samwise can bring stuff back uh, to your hand from the graveyard if you sacrifice three foods. So mm-hmm. just kind of a food value deck that is gonna, it's going to see some more play now that this card's out. It was seen play before, um, but it's not really that impactful. The main three cards I have to talk about uh, number one is going to be Delighted Halfling. Okay. This is a 1-2 creature. It's a halfling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it costs one green. It can tap for a colorless mana. So it's a mana dork. We've seen these all the time. Or it can tap for one color of any color, but you can only use it for legendary spells. Oh, okay. Um, so it's kind of like a Birds of Paradise, but only for legends. Yeah. Uh, being 1-2 is really important for this, which means it doesn't get killed by Renin 6. It doesn't get mm-hmm. killed by a bunch of, you know, deal one damage to things, effects yeah. that are right. pretty pretty common in modern right now, mm-hmm. especially Renin 6 is the main one. It also makes Renin 6 uncounterable. It makes Grist uncounterable. It right, makes the one ring uncounterable, which mm-hmm. we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much been good everywhere people expect it to be good. People mm-hmm. expected it to see play, um, as well as in the newer versions of the, like, 4-5 color Omnath money pile decks, mm-hmm. which I'm going to get to later because those have changed quite a bit. Okay. So yeah, Delighted Halfling is, you know, seen play. I think it's a healthy card for the format generally, mm-hmm. except for the one exception, which I'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's seen play where people expected it to. Um, next card I have to talk about is Orcish Bowmasters. Uh, this is a 1-1 one, one for 2 with Flash. You can play it at any time on your opponent's turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever it enters the battlefield, 
or whenever your opponent draws their second or whenever your opponent draws a card other than the first one they draw each turn mm-hmm. uh, it deals one damage to any target and you amass one so you either make a 1-1 one, one orc or you make your 1-1 one, one orc bigger if you already have one Okay, yeah. I saw that in some okay. draft. That card's really dumb. It is pretty insane. Um, it's actually doing really good things in Modern because it was keeping down uh, the previous number one deck, uh, Merktide Region, this you know red-blue ridiculous deck that just plays everything. It mm-hmm. kills Ragavan, it kills a bunch of their creatures, um, it punishes them for drawing cards, which is what that deck loves to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's 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 seen a lot of play in sideboards and even some main deck. Uh, Merktide used to be number one. It's now like the number six deck in the metagame on okay. Goldfish. It still is a super strong deck. Like it, mm-hmm. it's insane and it's still like a pretty high like skill ceiling deck. So skilled players with the deck are still gonna be able to play around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I saw some interesting uh, decks that were just like they kind of went for like a just like a black like mono black. But yeah. it has Orcish Flow Masters mm-hmm. and Parents of the Abyss in there just yeah. enough possible. <laughs> Why to not? Try and <laughs> Uh, the other place it's seen play is in Legacy, uh, Magic's older format to modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, vintage uh, is the older one, not seen play in Vintage. What's interesting about it in Legacy, though, is that so the a same basically same type deck, Red Blue Merktide mm-hmm. deck, is also the best deck in Legacy. Okay. And whereas in Modern you see the other decks playing Bowmaster to deal with that deck, mm. what you're seeing in Legacy is that deck splashing black for Bowmaster to beat the other versions of that deck. Right. The best so it's countering itself basically. The best deck <laughs> in Legacy right now is. Grixis Merktide, okay. where you're playing Bowmaster to deal with the other Grixis Merktide. <laughs> it is. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, the beauty of the trading card game metal. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one with a format that's 30 years old. Now. Yeah, it yeah. is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it is a ridiculously strong card. Mm-hmm. Despite that, I think its impact on modern specifically is pretty healthy okay. in keeping, you know, Ragavan down, basically. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, Ragavan is the more degenerate card, right. always. Yeah. I can't believe it's legal. Um, <laughs> it's not even legal in Legacy, and it's still, you know, it's legal, <laughs> it's mo- legal in modern. I, whatever. <laughs> somebody say uh, publishers like money? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, but the real card we have to talk about is... The one ring, not like the one one ring, mm-hmm. no. just the card like itself, the, card the one itself. ring. Right. It is ridiculous. Uh, so the one ring, it is a four mana artifact. When it enters, it has indestructible, so you can't destroy mm-hmm. it. Enters the battlefield, you gain protection from everything until your next turn. You can, you can tap it from everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tap it to draw a card, then put a burden counter on it. Mm-hmm. And then you draw a card for each burden counter on it. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning of your upkeep, you lose life for each burden counter. Right. Where you lose at the beginning of your upkeep? Yeah. Mm. Oh. So it's yeah. like the corruption is, the more yeah. you utilize it, the more. Yeah, that's uh, tough. Now, mm-hmm. now, that might not sound like much card advantage to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, uh, see, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've seen this card to play. Even to me, it's it looks disgusting. like a disgusting. Even to me, it looks like a yeah. disgusting. Meanwhile, there's stars in Parker's yeah. eyes over there. Yeah. Going, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is gross. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with Delighted Halfling now in the format. Mm-hmm. If you play Delighted Halfling turn one, turn two, you play whatever. Turn three, you play the One Ring, it's uncounterable, you gain protection from everything, mm-hmm. it's indestructible, you start drawing cards, oh no, it's dealing me too much damage, oh, I've drawn another One Ring, I'll cast it to get protection from everything so I mm-hmm. don't take that damage, or I can oh, just, wow. it's a legendary, so you can only have one, or I just keep this one and lose the other one and reset so, the counters on it. Like when you say that, so protection from everything is like, mm-hmm. all of your cards can't be interacted it's with, or just like you as the player? Everything. 
Okay. And, and you. And you. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of, like, Cold Wave in Yu-Gi-Oh, which is like a banned card that says your opponent can't activate spells or drafts this turn. Mm-hmm. Right. You should tell Wizards that uh, Konami banned that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I fully expect this card to get banned. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, the best deck in modern right now is definitely four or five color Omnath decks that are just running four cops of the ring. But it's mm-hmm. seen playing every deck that can play it. I like, mean, why wouldn't one? you play it, right? Yeah, why wouldn't you play it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like every deck that isn't, like, built to beat the ring or is just has an all right match against it. Like, Scam does okay against it. Rakdos mm-hmm. Scam is all right against it. Um, but, like, you know, every deck other than that, like, Tron, obviously, is going to play yeah. the ring. You know what I mean? Even, like, you know, like... Jeskai Breach is playing the ring. Like, yeah. whoever wants to play the ring. Yeah. Versions well, it's mm-hmm. colorless as well. I yeah, it's colorless, yeah. Version is an artifact that indestructible, right? Now, yeah. I'm not super familiar with modern. Is there anything that interacts with that? Uh, exile effects. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it can't get around exile effects. And um, But is there, like, like, artifact exile things in modern that... No, but there are just, like, general exile oh, effects that are pretty popular. Okay. But the only problem is that they're kind of only in white. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, you know, okay, so it's pretty limited then. It is, it is somewhat limited. Yeah, the, the like the main problem with modern right now is that you play the ring. What's the best answer to the ring? It's your own ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, they played a four drop and I can't interact with them. What's the best thing I can do this turn? Do it myself. Do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So these Omnath decks, you know, they play like. You know, they play four copies of Delighted Halfling, four Brennan Six. They mm-hmm. play Teferi, and Teferi can even bounce the ring back to their hand so they can get the indestructible, or the, get the protection again. Mm-hmm. It runs all the ring. It runs just all the, you know, all the big evoke elementals. It just plays, like, the best cards in the format in a pile. Mm-hmm. It, we'll just call it Money Pile sometimes, because right. it's really just a pile of expensive cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old version of the deck used to be an 80-card deck using the companion Yorion, who had that deck-building requirement. You oh, had that's to, right. You yeah. had to add 20 extra cards to your deck in order mm-hmm. to have Yorion as your uh, thing. So that's kind of how the deck was built originally. That card got banned because the Omnath deck was super strong. Mm-hmm. People tried it with 60 cards. It didn't work. People tried it with 80 cards without Yorion, mm-hmm. and it worked a little bit. Uh, but the deck just kind of fell off after that. But now it's just bad. It's just the best it's deck just again. Bad like, deck because it's yeah, like something. Right? Yeah, it is. It is something pretty dumb. ridiculous. I fully expected to get banned. Um, yeah, it is. It is. It is gross. Modern is in a weird spot right now because other than that, I think the cards have had a really good impact on the format. Okay. Um, except for this one. Case. This, this this one ring, yeah. ironically. I, I do like that under your notes, you, under the ring, you just say, fuck sakes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it does literally say it does fuck say, sakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm interested. I, I Again, we've moved to this, um, and I don't know, I'm pretty sure it affects modern as well, but moved mm. to this more... Um, uh, long-winded sort of ro- uh, rotation with standard and yep. banning and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So uh, essentially, in theory, they wouldn't be able to ban this until next year's annual banning. Yeah, right? I think they're going to do it in like a week or so. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Emergency yeah, I think it will totally be an emergency and ban. They'll probably let one, they'll probably let like the Pro Tour happen and see if mm-hmm. it wins that, but I feel like it will, you know, it's going to be like another Hogak situation. Right. Not quite as powerful because there are decks that can't contest with it, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's it's also just not fun to play against. Does magic like usually like limit cards? Like no. card counts is just either banned or banned, four banned of. or four of. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, unless it's vintage where nothing is banned. Oh, yeah, except yeah. for one card they still had to ban because yeah, they have like restricted yeah. and limited and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, well, my question is, do mm. we even if they do ban it after the pro tour, is it bizarre to have a card that is so high profile in that set banned from that set? Especially considering, if what? I'm not mistaken, it's in every bundle. As well, uh, like it's in, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, like it's a card that it's, you know anybody getting into the game 
like he's have. they've done things before where they were like uh, you know, they're like, oh, we don't want to ban this card because it is, like, the money card of the set, right? Mm -hmm. So they'll ban other cards from that deck. Yeah. So, like, it happened when they didn't ban Hazard when, you know, red was the best deck and, like, mm -hmm. Hour of Devastation standard or whatever. They didn't ban Hazard. They banned other red cards. Right. Because they didn't want to ban Hazard because Hazard was the cool, it big, the, legendary it was creature. The it was selling packs, really. The only problem with that in now is that there isn't really anything else they could ban. They could ban Delighted Halfling, and that helps decks counter it, but... Mm -hmm. It still doesn't hit the problem, really. Well, it and seems so splashable, right? Like, yeah, it's not so, like you have to build your deck yeah. around the ring. You can just put the ring in your deck. Yep, mm -hmm. and there's other ways to ramp into it, too, right? Um, yeah, like, you know, I think I think the answer is just banning the ring or modern just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering it's, it, it came out as, like, this modern-focused set, it sucks yeah. that this is the impact that yeah. such an iconic card has had I know. on that format. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I mean, obviously, will live forever in Commander too. It's a mm -hmm. super, super good Commander card. Mm -hmm. It's also gonna live forever in like you know every like power cube ever. Okay. They're all gonna have a one ring deck now if they're playing the best cards, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. It is. It is kind of unfortunate because you do want to see like the big splashy card from the set be like good, but it's just too good. Mm -hmm. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, they put too many eggs in that one basket. They really so did. Yeah. yeah. And it is also very interesting how, you know, this is a set that people are seeing as a very high power level, despite there only being, like, three really good cards in this set. Mm. Yeah. They're just mm. that powerful. Yeah. yeah, they're just super powerful. But, I mean, again, like, you typically, like, I mean, comparing it to uh, the other modern sort of sets, because this mm -hmm. is supposed to be, you know, yeah. a pseudo-modern Horizons 3, basically, yes. do you think the power level here, on average, is uh, comparable to either of those other two sets, or do you think that they were doing better uh, as far as power level and um, overall scope goes? Yeah, like, as far as as far as those sets are concerned, like I think those sets have done more damage to modern okay. because it's kind of like irreversible damage. Mm -hmm. They can reverse this damage if they ban the right cards. Right. Modern Horizons is kind of like too much. Right. Like you you don't see a modern deck without like half the cards being from Modern Horizons yeah. at this point. It's it's ridiculous. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, like I think I think this is better and other than this the set has been good uh even like you know like the light halfling and orcish bowmaster those are the type of cards that could have been in modern horizons one and two is like a positive card for the format mm -hmm. um if not super powerful um yeah but like it's it is it is it's comparable in like the immediate impact in a way but it is it is better i'd say okay. <laughs> yeah all right it's better than those others okay. yeah so let's let's wheel back for a second sure. i think this is a little bit of an interesting experiment in the world of trading card games especially in magic's camp but i, I would love to get you the takes from the other guys on it as well mm. um i'll go so, down to your level for this one okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get back on our level uh all right so my question is how do you feel as somebody who's pretty entrenched in the in the magic world mm. how do you feel that the mission of this set has gone you know obviously yeah. the universe of beyond was about to bring more eyes to magic the mm -hmm. gathering bring more players in obviously we're talking about a set that is relatively complex yeah uh so it's not exactly player friendly despite although you have yeah. mentioned there is a new product out there mm -hmm. uh that does sort of I initiate people into it like what are you are you seeing more people or unfamiliar faces at you know uh, events or like friday night magic so what like what's your takeaway on how lord of the rings and this first booster set for universe of beyond uh, has impacted the greater Magic brand. Yeah, I think. Um, well, I think overall for most players, it has been fine. Like, okay. at Modern is a very big competitive format, but in a lot of ways, it is a, only a small slice of what Magic is. Okay. Um, you know, Commander is huge, obviously. Casual play is just huge anyway. Even you know, limited and stuff are also big, and I think it has a, had a good effect for new players on that. I think a lot of people are coming in, you know, 
Same same way you got a lot of new players for Commander with like the Warhammer decks. Even okay. if they don't play Magic, they might just mm -hmm. buy the decks because they're a fan of the property. Mm -hmm. I think similar type of thing with Lord of the Rings. Uh, I think they made money on the set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> I mean, um, when you put basically a giant lottery ticket in exactly. one of your packs, I mean, and that is that's the main thing. I'm sure there's a lot of non-Magic players who started buying packs just mm -hmm. for their chance at oh, that exactly. too, right? <laughs> um, I mean, I've seen content creators who have never drifted towards yeah. the magic world to obviously, yeah. you know, I've, doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, even like CBC News posted when the one ring got opened. Oh, like, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I think, I think it's had a general good impact for Wizards on magic as a whole. Um, for, like, modern and the, you know, what some of the set was designed for, I don't think it's had that much of an impact. I don't mm -hmm. think new players are flocking to modern that much. Mm -hmm. um, there are definitely some mm -hmm. who maybe, you know, see, like, you know, maybe see the, like, food deck and think, oh, that looks fun. Or even just new players to the format in general. Established Magic players moving to it. It really seems like they wanted to get just new players into Magic in general, yeah. less than getting, like, just the fact that it was like, oh, well, this is modern legal, so like, well, we gotta make it legal for something, I guess. Yeah. It's just like, well, that's yeah. the one that probably won't ruin. Yeah. Well, today, but that was probably <laughs> the thought record. Yeah, thought maybe, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Now they play against the ring, and then you can't interact with them, and you yeah. just kill them, and, yeah. oh, I mean, fun if I first a, game of Magic. Yeah, if I was a new player and I had to play against the ring decks, I would, I'd be disappointed. I'd be yeah. confused. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd be yeah. confused. Because yeah. how come you get to draw cards and I don't? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, because the ring's also tempting you still as well. Like, is, is that mechanic on that ring? Uh, no. Oh, okay, right. The ring oh, okay, so it doesn't even have that even on that rollback. No. Okay. Yeah, no. it has its own drawback. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. the burden counters, The burden counters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, de which makes it feel so much less parasitic. So it does feel like it's going to be going in a bunch yeah. of other decks as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it for magic. Um, other than other than the ring, everything's great. Well, I mean, that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's Lord of the Rings. It's Lord of that yeah. particular ring. So that's excellent. So um, uh, obviously, so Lord of the Rings has seen success. That's probably, honestly, probably the most positive I've had you hear, uh, speak yeah, about I know. over the course of this uh, podcast. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, the episodes yeah. we've had. That's probably yeah. the. The least uh, I've just, of the worries. I've just killed more Ragavan, so I just feel better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, well, I guess in that case, uh, you know what? I'm going to turn to Parker. Parker, what is one thing from Dragon Ball that's going on this week? <laughs> Dragon Ball? We had yeah. an emergency ban list. Oh, <laughs> oh, emergency ban. Yeah. Okay. So they um, so there's this card type in Dragon Ball called a super combo. It's okay. a free. It lets you draw a card and it gives your cards power. Mm -hmm. And there's a way to there's a way to recycle it basically. It's a really powerful card. You need you play four in every single deck in the game. Mm -hmm. And there's a way to grab it back. And people thought that was too strong, so they banned the card that recycles it. Okay. And then there was another card that people have been doing some cheesy combos with. Mm -hmm. um, basically, you could stick a big boss monster under this field card, and then you could play it for free, and then it could just win you the game. It didn't matter what <laughs> color it was, pretty much. Right, okay. And, uh, yeah, they changed it so you needed, like, all the same color mm -hmm. to do that combo. And then people, of course, hours later, figured out another way to do the combo, right. even without, even with all the same color combo or <laughs> co energy. So yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you could have been talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, and I wouldn't have known the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh yeah, new, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's a little new combo huh? <laughs> to the world of uh, Dragon Ball over this last couple of months. Dragon Ball Super, mm. which I mean, if you said to me that that game when it launched would be going 
seven years later almost? Six or seven years later? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like 2017, like 2018, something like yeah, that. Yeah, we're on like set 21 now or something. Yeah, so it's, it's just, it's the one that just keeps on going. Obviously, it's got its dedicated fan base. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what Magic does in a year. Yeah. yeah. 21 sets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it was yeah. that old, actually. Yeah. I didn't keep up with that. It's like I went to one of the stores one day and I saw a pack. I'm like, oh, that cool, that new. They're like, no, it's a little old. I'm like, okay, well, I was probably a year or two. But apparently, yeah. it's actually seven yeah. years old. Yeah. Quite a few years old, yeah. for sure. And I mean, like, you know, there's a couple other games that are really starting to endure that long as well. And, yeah. and Bandai's really, like, blowing it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're making as many card games as they can. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I noticed that One Piece is uh, was uh, number. Three ahead of Yu-Gi-Oh in the sales oh, yeah. list on the TCG player report this wow. month. So yeah, one piece is sort of coming up. Uh, I just maybe yeah. it was just that Yu-Gi-Oh didn't have any massive set releases. Mm, yeah. But just about where it fell, I was just impressed to see One Piece doing what it does. And then Digimon, I think, was like number five. I wonder who's number one. <laughs> I think you can guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to elevate big, that big, chair big again? Big month for Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 One fifty one released in a different country. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait well, for I can't wait for next year when we'll be like, oh yeah, the one Pikachu is in uh, <laughs> the so one a one of one. It's definitely gonna come. You don't get many ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but okay, so the other thing we haven't really talked about, uh, we do have a little bit of extra time in what we normally do, um, and I just want to know if you guys have heard anything about it, but this, uh, there's a little bit of controversy in the TCG world around the upcoming Lorcanum. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you guys familiar with this? The the lawsuit from yeah. Upper Deck. Upper Deck lawsuit. Yes. So so obviously we have Lorcanum due. I think what in mid August. I think Gen Con is its launch date. So yeah, somewhere August, around somewhere. there. Um, and basically what's come out is there's been this controversy that one of the, the co-designers on the game uh, was headhunted from Upper Deck to come to Ravensburger, which is publishing Lorcana, yeah. and brought half of the game system with them. So uh, this is a developing story, so we'll have to see. I knew there was definitely an injunction to sort of get uh, Lorcana's release delayed from Upper Deck. Uh, and Upper Deck's putting a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of credibility in this basket because the interesting thing is, is that it's their own CEO came out and tweeted like tweeted yeah. about it or posted about it or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So uh, high they're, profile, they're, like high profile and, and made it very personal. Yeah. And so it's very interesting. It's a little bit of a drama. I don't know if we've got too much more information. Uh, it, I mean, it's stupid law stuff. Like you know, it's moved from a state court to a federal court now. Oh yeah. Wow. But um, yeah. but I don't think it's going to delay Lorcana. Um, I just got back from Origins Convention, and suspiciously, Ravensburger was uh, only did uh, puzzles there. Oh, they looked like I don't know if it was a last minute decision, but they were mm. one of the major sponsors, and they did almost no gaming stuff. Right, so I don't know if right. that was a reaction, because I assumed that they'd want to be blowing out everything for Lorcana coming out soon, yeah. but there was no mention of it whatsoever. So huh. who knows? It's, well, uh, it's interesting. I'm I'm surprised that Upper Deck's even trying to contest with Disney. Oh, exactly. Yeah, really. Disney has kind of money. Where it's you, you can't like, you can't yeah. go ban for ban with Disney. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the legal speculation is this is going to come down to like like many of these kind of lawsuits do. It's just going to be who's got the bigger lawyers and yep. you know, oh, exactly. who, who can spend yeah. more money on their their team. And I definitely think. Yeah, I, I don't know if Disney gets involved directly, but Ravensburger is obviously, you know, a hundred and plus something year old puzzle company that I'm sure has very deep international pockets, oh. and mm. Upper Deck has all their sports cards and stuff, so... Yep. Yeah, it's a little bit of a cardboard clash going on in the courtroom at the moment, but... Um, well, I saw those Lorcana cards that were like... It was like Mickey Rookie, so I can see where the copy from, <laughs> yeah. from Upper Deck came from. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. uh, it's yeah, it's, Goof, it's, it's, Goofy Gretzky seems really special. That's yeah, yeah. Universe is Disney themed hockey trading card game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, that was interconnected with Lorcana. That could be the settlement. They can just do all of the you know 
you know, uh, <laughs> uh, the sports characters. You could play both games with the same guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, revolution. I would, I would love a universe beyond like NBA. <laughs> oh yeah, space Le- LeBron's band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Space Jam deck would be sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, if we see some more uh, Warner yeah. Brothers licensing or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I would, uh, I would be very interested to see where this uh, this lawsuit goes and stuff. And I love, uh, I love the idea of uh, Lil Connor. Um, yeah, bringing out uh, bringing out some sort of compromise with you know mm, uh, yeah. tons of uh, tons of new characters. I'm but, just thinking more about NBA <laughs> beyond. I mean, I, I would uh, Lakers tribal. You could do uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Car- Carmelo well, Anthony the, combo is too good. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meta right now. Yeah, you have a Miami Heat and Bird yeah. deck. I'll cast Euro staff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Uh, all right, so uh, that's basically I just wanted to cover. Obviously, it's yeah. just a big piece of news in the trading mm-hmm. card game space. We don't have a ton of information. Again, apparently, um, apparently, this other game was called uh, originally called Shell Beach, and then they changed the name to Return of Icor. This other game that was supposed to be using the mechanics from, from okay. Lord, that, that allegedly became Lord right. Rana. I thought it was an interesting observation that the acronym for uh, Rush of Icor is ROI, as in Return on Investment, mm-hmm. which is uh, yeah. I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but I wouldn't put it past <laughs> up a deck of trying to market the card yeah. game as basically just expensive cardboard. Yeah. Uh, so we'll wait and see what comes of that. Um, oh. That's pretty much it. Let's um, wrap well, up. Well, with... we, we didn't cover my lawsuit with Wizards. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. please go on. I can't wait to hear it. Well, I didn't open the one ring, and I was just yeah. really angry <laughs> one night, so I, I called a lawyer, and I'm, yeah, it's not Last going well. Action. I'm in a lot of debt, so yeah. <laughs> all action. my links are in the, the yeah, whatever. They I, need I, need, I need money. I need they, need, <laughs> they need to pay a gambling warning on the packs yeah. themselves now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, all those packs say, find the one ring, uh, or, or, like, or the, yeah. you know, the limited edition one of one ring. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. now, it's all obsolete. I know. Right okay, hold on. Class action lawsuit starting here. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You might have something. When, when does it come out? How long do I have so no one steals this idea? I need yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. get on it today, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's about it. We are uh, lawsuits aside. We are going to wrap up, but let's uh, let's do it in the traditional way with crack play build. Um, if uh, if you guys haven't watched the show before, this is just where our guys give their opinion on what they want to play with their decks, what they want to crack open in booster packs, and what the decks interest them that they want to build with in their respective games, and in some cases, formats for those games that have formats. Uh, so let's start with uh, Parker. What do you got uh, for your three today? All right, for crack. So uh, from the Battles of Legend, Monsters Revenge, we got a, I got a few cards that are good to pull. We got the Sky Striker Ace Azalea, which mm-hmm. is a new card actually um, for the Sky Striker, but it's generic, so it's good for any deck pretty much. Um, there's Rite of Amorous here, which I mentioned before, mm-hmm. and there's Divine Arsenal Double A Zeus, which is another really powerful card that was, hadn't been reprinted in a couple of years. So that's pretty. That's what I have for crack. Mm-hmm. Um, for build, I have Mana Diem because I think it's the most fun deck right now. That's what mm-hmm. I've been playing, and uh, it's getting more support in the next two core sets, so that's really exciting. And then for play, I have um, either Rika because it just won the European, mm-hmm. and then there's either Kashdira, and um, another one that I've been seeing a lot at my locals lately is a uh, Runic Sprite variant. There's a a bunch of different ways you can build the deck, but mm-hmm. uh, Runic Sprite seems like another a really okay. solid strategy right now. Okay, sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, how about you, uh, Tom? All right. Well, for crack, I think it's still the special illustration rare. I don't know. My understanding, very expensive card. It's gone down a okay. bit, but still. But it's still the hotness. I haven't kept uh, up know. with the Japanese 151 prices, so maybe there's something in there. Mm-hmm. My understanding, it's still I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, for build, uh, it's been an interesting one for me. It's not a good deck. Uh, Meowskarada EX Lost Box is what I've been. Uh, okay. What oh, wow. I've been building. It's a 
rogue deck at best. Mm -hmm. It's very satisfied and trying to make it do literally anything. Okay, right. It's, uh, for play, it's either a lost box, just in general, not yeah. Meowskarada, please don't do that to yourself. <laughs> um, or I think Gardevoir is arguably the strongest deck in the format still, but mm -hmm. I think it's just way easier to tackle for. So lost box is what you people should be playing if you right. want to have good competitive success. Okay, all right. So yeah, lost box seems to come up quite a bit on those uh, sort of plays there, and it's obviously a really good strategy. Ever since it came out, it's just been a top tier strategy, and there's mm -hmm. no signs of it going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, not, not for at least two years with that exactly. rotation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then in Magic, what do we got? Uh, yes, yeah, so the crack is still the ring, even mm -hmm. though the one ring is gone. There mm -hmm. might, there probably is another one out there. You know, I don't trust Wizards putting one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's ring. still the ring. It's like a $50, $60 card right now because it mm -hmm. seems so much play. Um, obviously, the set has been heavily opened mm -hmm. uh, because people are searching for that ring. So there are lots of copies out there. They're not mm -hmm. hard to find copies. It's just hard to pay for them. Right. Um, so my crack would just still be the one ring. For right. Now. Of various different variants. Of yeah, still the 80 is. different versions. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my build uh, is going to be uh, currently Modern Yawgmoth is actually doing pretty well. Um, okay. It gets to play Delighted Halfling and Bowmaster. Right. Um, and, <laughs> you know, pretty sweet cards to be, <clears throat> to be able to put into this, you know, modern deck that's been seen play. Now mm -hmm. just get the new toys to play with. Okay. Um, there are even versions of the deck running the ring that are doing all right. Mm -hmm. um, it has a pretty good matchup against uh, Scam, just the fact that Ragavan is such a good card, and Yawgmoth is pretty good against Ragavan, especially mm -hmm. now with Bowmaster, too. Um, it has a good matchup against them, and uh, it's not good against the ring decks, but like it has some funny things you can do. They mm. don't really deal any damage to you, so Giralf's Messenger, which kind of has been cut from that deck, can kind of come back as a way to kill them now. Okay. And, uh, you know, just other stuff like that. I'm even seeing some people run, like, Questing Beast in the sideboard to get around the protection from everything, because it means damage can't prevent it. Right. Yeah. So you can just beat them down with that sometimes. That's pretty fun. And play is just obviously going to be the 5-4 color Omnath, Omnath ring decks, or mm -hmm. any <laughs> any modern deck with ring in it. Right. You just throw, <laughs> if you have, like, whatever modern deck, just... And you have money, just add the rings and, and throw the you know, you'll get like third maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that will be fine. Yeah. Wow, I can't but believe yeah. that it's become such a warping card. It I, is. I yeah. think like do you remember like I remember it was like one of the first cards previewed and I don't yeah. really remember that much buzz around the gameplay behind it. But some people were worried about it, but I think most people kinda of brushed it off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most people <laughs> saw it cost four and they were like, Ah, modern's a Three mana format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> and obviously, you know, there's going to be some degree of uh, attention taken away when you've got a one of one version of it somewhere exactly. as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. If you search up one ring right now, even though it's taken over modern, you don't get anything about modern. No. Yeah. You yeah, just yeah. get yeah. Uh, one ring got found. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You get CBC news. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Various financial channels and stuff like that are also uh, also reporting on it. I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I was like watching the CBC news, and I was like, when are they going to bring up the sideboard tag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Come here for yeah. your trading. Uh, game news, yeah. not uh, you know, not uh, CBC news yeah. or, or any other uh, major news organization. Yeah. Here is where you want to be. Yeah, uh, I'm right. not allowed near their offices anymore <laughs> either. So don't go to them if you support me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and remember, if you want to support us on the channel, you can uh, jump over to Totem Troll. Uh, you can buy singles from these ones, maybe even the One Ring if you're feeling uh, if feeling like you want to play in modern, just buy four of them. Yeah. Uh, and if, remember, use the discount code TVPN5, which you'll find linked in the description. And anything sold directly from Totem Troll. Toad and Troll, I'll take that again, uh, is going to be discounted, uh, and you can get it sent to you. Go buy some cards, support us at the same time, have a good time, and uh, obviously in the description will be more details about that. Now, before we get out of here, anything else you guys want to add? I 
That's it? Yeah, that's all for me. Yeah, throw the ring in the volcano. Yeah, yeah <laughs> please. Exactly. That's yeah. a campaign style. <laughs> I take it back. I want my purpose. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we, uh, we yeah. are definitely pro-volcano. Yeah. Uh, throw it in my mailbox. <laughs> yeah. I'll, throw I'll it accept in that, too. Yeah, and exactly. win the lottery at the same time, whatever. Uh, all right, so that's about it for us. Uh, until next time, thank you for checking out the channel. If you like uh, this kind of content, by all means, uh, go on to the rest of the Booster Pack Network, whether that's the podcast or whether that's video. Check out some other things there, uh, whether you want to design your own trading card game, whether you want to learn a better history about it, or if you just want to hear some more casual, crazy conversations from myself and others, uh, definitely check that out. Again, if you have any suggestions for the show or you have anything else you want to see from a show like this or any of those others, let us know as well. And hopefully in the coming months, we'll have some more and, and, uh, crazy or interesting stuff coming out uh, of this show and uh, others as well. So, all right. Uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye from you, fellas. See you. Peace. Bye. Peace. All right. Uh, until next time, remember, keep shuffling.